2: 3HL.
0: Powered by Spring Hill Heating and Cooling. With Brent Doherty,
2: Don Davenport, and Ron Slay. Welcome back into 3HL on 104.5 The Zone. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we got our one and only Babsy. We just, jump, we just jump straight into Twitch, it. We this weather, bunk. Please. I, I was going to raise the window on, just so I can see what's going on. It was just pouring rain over there and, and gray everywhere.
1: It is. The sky is black behind me. And is it? light on the That's other crazy. side? It's it's scary. Wow. Yeah, you got. What about 10 more minutes of tornado warning out in Giles, Murray, and Lawrence counties? So mm. be safe, pay attention. And uh, in the meantime, in between, between time, time we, we will um, we'll entertain you hopefully and talk a little sports so but you we'll can uh, take your mind off the weather unless you're in those areas where you really need to pay attention. He's Ron Slay, and he's oh, in the building.
2: Rocky top.
1: This guy, this guy got no room. Tennessee Balls no with room. a big win no on the hardwood over no room, the number no one team in the nation. No good old over Alabama. Ah, ah. That's not I that's saw. So good. I read Thompson uh, Bowling blasted a little Dixieland delight. Why? I mean, why after wouldn't after their you? win?
2: Why wouldn't you, Babs? <laughs> I mean, it's now a tradition. Like I mean, like that's what that's what happens. You know, when you start winning like this, that's what happens. You start to develop traditions. It's good for that era kid, man, coming up in that system that that they didn't, they wasn't used to Tennessee winning. So here you go, enjoy, <laughs> it. embrace it, have a great time, have a ball with it. Yeah.
1: Okay, so. I I want your take on this.
2: What's up, Absie?
1: It was a surprise to a lot of people how physical Tennessee came out, missing two key guys, yes, um, and defensively just shut down Alabama's Mm -hmm. scorers. Mm -hmm. Um, But why exactly did – or how exactly were the Vols able to get it done without – to keep players like what did yo. they lean on instead and i know you you and Mike, uh, michael um michael
2: <laughs> um uh Rich, Richie, richard yes and yo. mm-hmm. you and
1: you and richard yesterday were talking about guys stepping up when guys are out yeah, yeah. um I, I was thinking race car driving michael <laughs> we, i was just talking to <laughs> hunk about um anyway that obviously is part of it. Right,
2: without question.
1: But what really allowed Tennessee to have success without two key guys?
2: I think – so I, I was on Buck Show this morning, and we kind of we hit on this. And my, my whole thing is – what.
1: Cheating
2: yeah. on us with Buck? I, 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 I love to go slide in and mess that's with my guy, bunk. Buck, man. Yeah, that, That's bunk messing with Buck. You need to stop that slide. <laughs> oh, did you come guys. in I person? Did. I did come in person. What? I did. Yeah, I had to come in and give my guy some love, man. You know, listen, when Indiana goes down in the fashion that they did, he needed a yeah, hug at the time. True. I had to come give him some love. So, But to answer your question, I think when you look at it, and we, we talked about the hunting and becoming the hunted. Um, and I think it's a... It's a checklist you go through when you're going out there and you're battling and you're you're trying to climb that ladder of existence, in a sense, and being noticed and going to get what's yours. You go through it. You know, you, you check the box effort. You check the box grit. You check the box discipline. Check the box um, are we um, paying attention to our assignments? And I think um, a little bit of that you can get – you can stray away from that once you start winning. You know, once you become the hunted – um, you did so much hunting by the time you get to it. You, it's like, like the people say, um, the, the great movie. Um, what is it? Golly. Oh, you got fat out there while I was gone. You were starving. The movie. Um, oh, I can't wait. I think I think, but I'll bring it back. How um,
1: do
2: I have no, well, I, I know you don't know. Of course I don't know. Yeah. Mayor's on assignment right now. Everyone, if you want cause you know, he would pop back. With I don't so. even know the
3: road you're traveling down.
2: Uh, uh Ah, I was just about to say it. But anyway, um, Lawrence Fishburne, Fishburne played in the, the King of New York. Um, anyway, I won't end. It was Dime Back sold in, in the park. I won't end. This is part of it. But when you looked at Ramone it.
1: Ramon said Carlito. Won. Carlito's <laughs> way. That <Daddy> is <laughs> Savage.
2: Thank y- I see. Come on, dog. That's my boy. I always tune in. But that's what it is, though. So you get so fat and full. You forget how to get out there and hunt again. You know what I'm saying? So you got to get back to the basics. What Tennessee did last night, they got back to the basics. We said going off the show, effort, energy. It was not matched by Alabama. And you can't blame them. Yeah, they're coming off a hell of a win against Auburn. And when you're talking about 19, 20, 21-year-old, 22-years-old that are not professional athletes like this is your job, you can have letdowns like that. That's why you say it's an emotional roller coaster. Even though Auburn wasn't ranked, man, that's a rivalry game. It's in conference. You need Bruce to get some Pearl get back. Bruce on the Pearl. other sideline. Yeah, line. you know what Even I'm saying? Even
1: though you had nothing to do with that, right. that history's there. It's there. Yeah. Bruce
2: Pearl at the end of the game was doing doing the crane, hopping around on at half court. So they wanted to get some get back. And, yeah. you know, coming into this game, you didn't expect Tennessee to come out and play that physical or let the officials let them play that physical. And you, you bank on your shots bailing you out. Not knowing, like what you said, this is Nate Oates' way. He want to play, too. He right. want to play physical, defense. Hard hat. Sit, yeah, all, that's him. That's in his favorite. Lunch, pale, yeah, yeah. That whole thing. Blue collar guys. Yeah. But you didn't get that. You know, and I, and I feel it wasn't matched. And you also got to realize Tennessee came off um, losing to Missouri like that at home. And then you couple that with the way they lost against Kentucky when you were not physical. All of that plays a part in this culmination of everything. And you got to see it last night. So, um, I think this win is credited more to what Tennessee did than what, in my 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 um my opinion of what Alabama didn't do. Because I did I did feel they played their game, but they got away for it. Like Tennessee switched to a zone in the second half. Brandon Miller hit two back to back threes, and they never went back to him again. You know what I'm saying? I was
1: gonna say they shot Brandon Miller down. Yeah. You just go look at the stat line. Yep.
2: Yep. And they took care of that. The craziest part about that is he got shut down and he had 15 to 10. So, right. I mean. I'm <laughs> like, like shut down yeah, for him. <laughs> yeah, for him. So, because <laughs> his impact is great. But you got other guys that are used to playing in the system where it's free range to shoot. And we ne- we didn't necessarily need those kind of shots. We needed good shots, not those free-flowing shots that Alabama was taking. So, Got to give um, Tennessee credit for that. So I think they took them out of that game plan, and Alabama didn't respond.
1: Well, they struggled second half under the basket too, mm-hmm. and that was in mm-hmm. that was a part of the physicality.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think so. And how do you have an impact in a game where you just lost to Missouri, and in your traditional style, you play with a big man, two big men. Coach Barnes and them had to leave that game plan in Missouri and go with the small lineup to get back in that game. Alabama plays similar style. Five guys on the court that can dribble, pass, and shoot. So even their bigs can handle the ball. In order for that not to happen, you don't get taken out of your game plan. You impose your will and you let your two bigs run rampant down there in the paint. And they took it upon themselves regardless if they were getting the ball to score. But – just banging around guys, getting second chance. Like, I, I want to say it was like 60, what was it, 48 shots um, taken by Alabama and 63 shot attempts for Tennessee. That shows wow. you right there. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Who's being aggressive? Who's getting more looks? So, I mean, you, you got to give them credit, man. They answered the bill. Now, the whole part of it and what coaches will always say, especially in college, can we be consistent? Because if you, won our, you run off three, four, five in a row, then we'll be right back to Carlito's way, trying to figure mm-hmm. out. You know what I mean? Everybody got fat out there. Yo, I'm sitting there starving. What y'all going to do? Got to let somebody else eat. Make sure you, you spread it around. Make sure. And they only played eight players, Babs. Wow. Tennessee played eight players.
1: you're missing the the other yeah. two that Alabama in. played
2: 11. So mm. that lets you know the physicality. They, they roll with them. Roll with them, put it on their shoulders and, and, and the young man they responded, man. So kudos to them. Shout out to him. Little Love
1: Dixieland it. Delight after
2: Yeah, it's good in Funland, man. It's good.
1: Tennessee and fun. beating Alabama in football Part this of it. year.
2: Part of it.
1: Basketball with mm-hmm. the top team in the nation. When
2: the tide turns.
1: Man. This <laughs> is a good time to be a Tennessee ball, are huh?
2: About right. to start
1: baseball season. And you know who
2: they got Saturday? Talking about Tennessee? Yeah, I'm talking about Tennessee. Last time I ain't said, they got Kentucky. They got Kentucky coming up on Saturday. The Vols, baseball tip off on Friday. Yeah, they have they – Vandy boys tip play, off? I mean, not, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm running it all together. Huh? I mean, they get started on Friday.
3: Everybody gets started tomorrow. I know. Vander yeah, boys, everybody does. Vandy
2: boys crank up tomorrow too, right?
3: Yep, everybody. First okay. pitch, yeah, tomorrow is it's opening on. day for, for college baseball. It's
1: so crazy to me that opening day is – February 16th. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I mean, like, yeah. if you're certain places, mm-hmm. you can't play baseball no. in February.
3: No.
1: Certain uh-uh. colleges. No, mm-hmm.
3: matter of fact, if you're up They're north. They're just on the road. Pick a northern baseball school, like a Big Ten or one yeah. of those ones in the northeast. You know go traveling. look at their schedule. They're on the road for the first, like, absolutely month. Really? Every like mm-hmm. the Every single game for, like, the first month to month and a half are all road games in the south. Oh, that would mm-hmm. be fun. By the way, Slay, letting you know because I was just curious when you were talking about uh, Tennessee and Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alabama and Tennessee do not play each other this year in baseball. The they first don't. Time, they will play each. Only way they play each other is in Hoover. So that's it. We run, we ran the table. That's it. Huh. Get the trophy. We we <laughs> own Dixieland Delight. <laughs> that's ours. Awesome. Can't get it back. That's ours. <laughs> awesome.
2: Thank you. Put that on the mantle. Put that right up there on the mantle when we come in the house. Lock Even the door though people. you
1: didn't pick them last night, just say <laughs> but that's okay you know what that shows you're a professional
2: that's right Babson. like you I are listen.
1: you you there there's no homerism mm-hmm, here
3: mm-hmm. yeah your See? professionalism is starting to get in the side of your homer yeah nozzle. but don't no, you know
1: what this is this is a product of sec network studio now nah, let me tell that's you what, what it this is, Babson.
3: is let me tell you what it's a product of tennessee
2: not having a guy on that team that i can say he gonna carry the load you know what i'm saying like that's the pro- if they would have a grant williams uh um Admiral Schofield uh, some uh, somebody I could point to and be like, man, don't worry about it. Somebody can be out. He's gonna carry the law. They ain't got nobody. Like it's gonna, it's gonna have to take every single game is gonna have to be a team effort. I don't know if we'll ever be able to walk away and say, Man, you see dude go for 30? I I, I that's why it's so crazy when they're off, yeah. they're all the way off because it ain't nobody else to carry them. It's it's wild, man. That's wild. But teams can win.
1: Uh, We're all going to win because we have Greg Cosell next.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: The best film evaluator in the nation. Greg Cosell of NFL Films will join us to break down that Super Bowl. What did the tape show? And he was there in person to enjoy it. So uh, we'll talk about the atmosphere of it, too. That's coming up next on 3HL. This is 104.5 The Zone searching hvac near here right here
4: ma'am
0: how can we help wow nobody local huh
4: wait what we are an hvac company literally in your neighborhood why is she not seeing us
0: just all the big chains well it is what it is what in the can you not see us nope they can't see you because you're buried deep in the list of local hvac providers you are invisible online Introducing Cumulus Boost. Get a boost, get found, get on the map. Learn more at cumulusboost.com. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose, to be fair and just. To do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Welcome back,
2: Welcome back that's three that's true. True. ladies and gentlemen know that noise and that song and that music and that hymn what is it hymn not hymn hymn is what they sing at church How dare you call that noise No I was saying I was saying me that noise I was about to say about to introduce the one the only Greg Cosell of NFL Films, y'all yeah, wouldn't dare, I wouldn't dare just say that's noise because that wouldn't be right. But
1: no, that music is Greg Cosell's mm-hmm. hymn.
2: That harmony, <laughs> that is his hymn. That's <laughs> that is, right. That is right. Greg Cosell joins us right now. Greg Cosell on Twitter of NFL Films. Greg, how you doing, brother?
4: What's up, Ron? Dawn, how's it going? Doing good. It's going.
1: Yeah, no mayor today, um, but man, it was sure good to see you in person last week, although that feels like a month ago now.
4: <laughs> I know. That was fun, though. Yeah, it was great seeing you guys.
1: So how was, before we jump into the X's and O's, how was your experience at the Super Bowl for fun?
4: Oh, it was great. Great. I mean, uh, we shot the matchup show on Saturday uh, in front of a very, very large live audience in Old Town Scottsdale. Nice. And uh, had a great time. And um, I actually went to Lee Steinberg's party for a little while after that. Oh, okay. And then Sunday was the NFL tailgate and uh, the game in the stadium, which I, you know, I kind of I don't go to games, really. So I, I always like, you know, being in the stadium for the Super Bowl. Because it's 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 kind of an emotional experience. I mean, it's the end of the season. It's the mm-hmm. two teams, and you know, this is what these guys. This is their lives. You know, sometimes I think people forget that this is their lives. Yeah, Most no doubt.
1: Is. Um, by the way, for those that don't know, the the Lee Steinberg, drop their Think movie, the movie Jerry Maguire. That's there. It. You go. Yep. Yep. That is him. We really? yes. started actually. Okay. Mm-hmm.
4: Lee started actually back in uh, might have been the late seventies, I believe. Steve Bartkowski, a quarterback out of Cal, uh University of California, was his first client, I believe.
1: Yep.
2: Oh, wow, great! So there you go.
1: Plenty of information. Oh, <laughs> Cosell knows him? everybody. Yes, he does? Um, Is awesome. It? Well, good. I know. I know your uh, personal favorite team didn't win, but um, man, it was a good game. So let's start. Let's start with your take on. What everybody wanted to talk about on Monday or a lot of people wanted to talk about on Monday, which was that call at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I just want your take on it as far as, you know, seeing it, lots of things let go in film.
4: The thing is, is everybody's going to have a different point of view on it. It, it it's a, it, it was a penalty. Now, th- that's indisputable. So now you get into the five other questions or points that people want to make about well you don't call it at that point in the game you know and these are all these become subjective questions so at what point at what point in the game is it okay to call a penalty at what point in the game is it not okay to call a penalty you know um then people are saying well you know it didn't affect the play well how do you know that when when you see the penalty how do you know it doesn't affect the play so there's all kinds of questions and you're not going to change people's minds dawn as you know you know for the people who believe well you don't make that call there you could you could map out logic for the next three weeks and they'll still tell you you shouldn't make that call (laughs) so you know but the bottom line is is where the official who was responsible for Smith Schuster because an, an official is assigned to every receiver, where the official was standing who's responsible for Smith Schuster, he had a clear view, okay because he was in the end zone by the pylon mm-hmm. and and uh, Bradbury grabbed his jersey so therefore it's a penalty. I mean you know that's you're not allowed to grab the jersey. Uh, that's the rule. You don't want to decide. I mean, I guess some fans think you do decide it, that the officials should decide, well, what kind of grab was that? Was that a good (laughs) grab, bad grab, uh, medium grab? Because then you get into all those things that, you you know, I think they're trying to remove from the officials.
1: Yeah.
2: And, Greg, let me ask you this. Uh, That play right there, we saw that play from Kansas City quite a bit. Uh, And and I could be wrong, but that – um, I want to say, was it Pacheco that scored on that earlier? Uh, no, was it Cadarius? K- Somebody scored on it. They ran You're on the right
4: side. The, uh, Tony, was there the first where they did the return motion. Yep. Um, yep. And, you know, that's something that a team had, you know, um, I believe it might have been Jacksonville earlier mm. in the season that used that same concept against the Eagles. But the Eagles had a plan. See, what? what First of all, the the Chiefs used a lot of motion in this game, and they used it extremely effectively. Some might say it was a clinic in the use of motion, formation changing, um, play design, but normally what the Chiefs do is when they go in motion with someone like Tony is he crosses the formation. So it's what we call jet motion. Right. So they played off that tendency. The Eagles had a plan to defend that. And what the plan on that particular play was is that slay who was lined up over tony was going to replace gardner johnson at at the post safety position Mm -hmm. and Gardner johnson was going to run across essentially become the player who defended tony because the eagles were in a man coverage but what happened was is the chiefs went in return motion with tony playing against tendency and slay took his eyes off tony Mm because he just assumed he was going to run across the formation and You know, that was really poor eye discipline is the term that would be used. And therefore, you know, it it appeared to be a bust, which theoretically it is. But it was simply because Slay took his eyes off Tony. Right.
1: Remember when Tony was a bust?
4: Well, he's only in his second year. I know.
1: Remember when he was a bust, though? (laughs) Like, Andy Reid's like, come on.
4: Turn him around. And then something similar happened. Not the same play. They were two different plays. It just probably looked the same. Okay. Uh, More touchdown. It was not the same play. That one, the um, Eagles, I believe, were in zero coverage, matching up man to man. And Avanti Maddox just totally went brain dead and, and just took his eyes off um Sky Moore. I mean, he just totally totally poor eye discipline. So, but it was not the same play.
2: Okay, I thought it was I just
4: thought they flipped the side and ran cuz no, they no, ran over no, on the
2: left side. Okay. The
4: concept was generally similar, but it was not the same play. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay.
1: Before we jump into kind of specific Uh, things in the Super Bowl I just want your overall take of Jalen Hurts and his performance and what he put on film in this game because if you're just sitting and watching as a fan you thought he played out of his mind.
4: He played really, really well. And yeah. what was probably most interesting to me was that the Eagles made it a Jalen Hurts game. Yeah. I mean, they ended up with 44 plays in the first half, which is a really high number. The, the re- One reason for that, of course, was the Bolton fumble recovery touchdown. So the Eagles got the ball right back. But 44 plays— Hurts was 17 for 22 throwing, so 22 pass attempts, and 10 designed runs, okay? Not scrambles, 10 called design runs. So 32 of the 44 Eagles plays in the first half were Jalen Hurts' plays. So the Eagles clearly, in their preparation and game planning, said, you know what? Jalen is our guy. He's at the point now where we can make him the total foundation and focal point of our offense and he will execute and be good. And he certainly was. Jalen Hurts played really, really well. And the game the the game plan demanded that he did. The Eagles clearly felt very confident in that and uh and he he did play really, really well. Yeah. How do you I
1: was surprised? <laughs> I, I,
4: I, I was too. Like because leading up
2: to it, like that was a little bit in question. We we hadn't seen him get back to that form no. right before the playoffs.
4: No, and he, he, you know, he made some unbelievably great throws. Yeah. where yeah. we had to put the ball in really tight windows, and he did so. You could tell he was throwing with confidence. Um, you know, th- even the touchdown to AJ Brown, which was obviously a great throw and a great catch. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a shot play and it, it, it it's a it's a combination that they pretty much every team has. It's um it's a two-man vertical route. Brown ran the deep sail and Smith ran the deep over. Now, the Chiefs actually covered it extremely well. The rookie McDuffie had great position on Brown and he just lost contact with him at the end quite frankly, on that play, because I know the play, I've seen it many times, uh, not only by the Eagles, but by pretty much every team. Quite frankly, that was a play where the ball should have gone to Devonta Smith on the deep over because he was wide open, but I think that you know, it was a called shot play and I think Jalen was just feeling really confident. AJ yeah. Brown is his guy and he was gonna throw it to him. Um and obviously it was a great throw and Brown made a great adjustment and, and McDuffie just lost contact uh with the ball in the air.
2: Man, I, I love I love the chemistry that those two have. It does it get lost with you think Devonte? and I know this ain't got nothing to do with film, but with Devontae Smith. Him, him coming up soon or Jalen coming up soon can they can they keep all them Greg because that's some dangerous weapons out there man.
4: That's a great question Slay because obviously we know that they have I think I believe eight free agents on defense mm-hmm. and they can't sign all eight so they're going to first of all they're going to have a new OC and a new DC and I think yeah. they're staying in house from everything that I've I've read today um, I don't think they made an official announcement yet but it appears they will stay in house um, so they can't sign all eight defensive players, so they'll have to prioritize two or three. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, Jalen is going to have to be signed. He's a he's a second-round pick, so he's a four-year deal guy, which means next year is his fourth year. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that his agent and the Eagles would love to get something done this offseason. We'll see. There's no question that his agent group will ask for him to be the highest-paid quarterback in the league with a really high percentage of that guaranteed, and we'll mm-hmm. see how it plays out, but they're not going to let him walk. Oh, look, worst-case scenario is he can be franchised, but I don't think they want to do that. Right. Um, so they have to sign him. Devontae Smith's only going into his third year. Okay, straight, okay. So he has a five-year deal, so they don't have to deal with him this year. Mm-hmm. And Brown, they just signed when yep. they when yep. got him in trade, so they don't have to deal with him either. Yeah. That is a woo, that's a 300. And, I, and my right guess there. is my guess is Miles Sanders will not be an eagle next year. He's a free agent. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to aggregate big, big dollars to a running back. That's right. my, my sense that of the way Harry Roseman kind of sees the world. I don't think they'll allocate big money to a running back.
1: I think yep. it's how everybody kind of yep. sees the world in the league now, yep. you know, except yep. for the Titans. But they're on the back end of that <laughs>
4: one with Derek Henry.
1: Um, all, right, all right, Cosell, looking at uh, second half, and I know I always uh, check out what you do with Ross Tucker, too. But you uh, specifically hit on what the Chiefs came out after halftime and did and and I know we're talking Andy Reid you give him extra time at halftime I mean he had what 30 right. minutes for Rihanna he didn't let any of his players go and watch Riri uh, so I'm sure he was just like mad scientist adjustment guy in there right and and clearly it worked what was your take in what they well, came out and did
4: you know what what was really fascinating, my guess is, Don, that most of us, you know, you're watching at home, I'm in the stadium, that most people thought down 10 at the half, getting the ball first, that it's now a Patrick Mahomes game, right? Yeah. And Now would probably most people would have thought. Heck yeah. Yep. I mean, you know, assuming he was going to be, you knew he was going to play, uh, you know, how effective he would be with the injury, you never know, but mm-hmm. he probably got treatment and i put the word treatment in uh, parentheses there um so he came out in the second half and he looked basically okay um but we all thought okay now it's time they're going to drop back patrick he's going to end up throwing the ball 45 times and you know hey he's great and they could win the game cuz it's patrick mahomes yeah um, mm-hmm. but they didn't do that uh they actually came out with a really multiple run game and a lot of it came out of multiple tight ends two three tight ends mm. which we spoke out you know when I was on with you guys live uh in Phoenix I talked about the the multiple tight ends and that's something they have done all year so you know obviously Mahomes was incredibly efficient and he made a couple of really big plays with his legs a 14-yard scramble and the 26-yard scramble on the winning drive but this was not a let's just put it in the hands of Patrick and let him toss it around and be special they ran the ball and they the Eagles did not do a very good job defending the run. Um, uh, they had some issues with their run fits. Uh, so, uh, you know, and, and and the other thing is, is I think what was in Andy Reid's mind, too, I would assume it was, is he did not want that Eagles pass rush to become a, a determining factor in the game. And it never was a factor. The Eagles lived all season on sacks and turnovers. They had no sacks and no turnovers.
2: Crazy. Yeah, and we heard that from the Chiefs offensive linemen. They got shirts made that said that zero
4: sacks. So, yeah, yeah so, I mean, yourself. you know, so, again, uh, it, Patrick Mahomes, in the context of that second half, Don, to answer your question, played extremely well. You know, he was super efficient, but it wasn't a Mahomes game the way we come to expect a Mahomes game. You know, I mean, he only ended up throwing 20, 27 balls. Yeah. You know, uh, most of the time he throws 40 plus. Yeah. So, you know, it, but he played exceptionally well within the context of how they wanted to play the second half.
1: Well, and not to mention, there's always the one big run that, you know, that changes that you look back and say, oh, well, that changed the course of that drive, you know.
4: Without question. And, you know, and and so I I hope people don't take what I'm saying as that knock on Mahomes at all. It's not. You know, this is the way the Chiefs chose to play Mahomes within that context played really, really well. But. Like I said, I think everybody anticipated, hey, Mahomes is going to come out and start chucking it all over the field because he's Patrick Mahomes. But that's not what they chose to do.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm curious. This is an off the wall question. I'm curious if, you know, obviously, Andy Reid's the play caller. Right. But but how much does BNME get to contribute? Do you know that dynamic Mm -hmm. at all?
4: I do not. And okay. they're certainly not going to announce that publicly. So I know. It's there. such a big
1: conversation with BNME yeah. right now, you know? <laughs> I
4: know. I mean, unless you're there or unless you're, you know, a coach is willing to tell you that, which most would not, even yeah. if you know them well, you know, that's something that they'd probably keep in-house. Um, yeah. You know, so, you know, you really, you know, a couple of things we don't know. We don't know during the week who's involved in the game planning to what degree. I mean, every all, they're all involved, but we don't know ultimately to what degree and who ultimately says, hey, okay, we're done having these chats. Here's what we're doing. We yeah. don't know that. Mm-hmm. You would think it'd be Andy Reid, but again, he's got... 20 other things I'm sure on his plate um, and you don't know who's making the actual calls during the game and you don't know the communication during the game. You know, that's the thing. Someone might end up making the call just because that's who Mahomes is used to hearing in his headset and you don't want to change the cadence of who he's hearing, but that person might not have officially made the call. You don't know that. Yep. Absolutely. Greg,
2: we've been hearing a lot from Travis Kelsey. What was your take on him in this game? What the film show? How How was he so dominant?
4: Well, he was not he wasn't. He was dominant early. Okay. Uh, and then I think he had three or four catches early in the game, and he only ended up with six. So, it, again, because they didn't throw a lot. Right. Now, maybe if they threw more, you know, he would have obviously gotten more targets. But... um you know, he had the touchdown that ended the first drive. And then, mm-hmm. you know, at that point, after the Eagles scored, the Chiefs came back with a six-play, 75-yard drive. You had the feeling, oh, man, this is just going to be a shootout, yeah. which in some ways it was. But I meant a shootout in terms of Mahomes throwing the ball 40, 45 times. And it didn't end up that way. But obviously, Kelsey, you know, was a factor early. and uh, But he only ended up with six catches. And I know for sure he had three on the first two possessions. So right. it wasn't as if he was being fed the ball. Okay.
1: Love it. Hey, on the way out, just real quick, Cosell. Um yeah. Slay was talking about this. Calvin Ridley, obviously mm, sure. Titans fans mm-hmm. inside, you know, uh, the division. Curious about that with with his reinstatement. What could he add? What will he add? What does the tape show that he can add to the Jags?
4: Is it official that he's reinstated? I th- no, I don't. I he...
1: think he he applied for reinstatement. I think yeah, he just applied. Up. Yeah.
4: Well, you know all we can do is talk about Calvin Ridley at his best. We don't know what a year off does, you know. He could right. so I'll just talk about Ridley as Ridley, really outstanding route runner, one of the better route runners in the NFL. Um you can line him up inside, outside, um not a pure vertical guy, but can get vertical, you know, a relatively complete receiver, just not big and physical. You know, very smooth, very fluid, um outstanding um in, um, at the top of his route stem, in and out of breaks, that's his game. Um, you know, he'll add a lot if he's Calvin Ridley. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, especially with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah,
4: yeah I mean, they are you know, obviously their offense got mm. better and better as the year went on, and you, you have to assume it's not going to get worse. I know Evan Ingram is a free agent, um, so mm-hmm. we'll see. You know, again, every team that has meaningful free agents has to prioritize somewhere along the line. You can't sign everybody. Right. right. Titans fans, you
1: hear that? You can't sign
4: everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Lies.
1: Yes. All right. Thank you, Cosell. Always appreciate your breakdowns. And uh, shoot, starting next week, we'll, uh, we'll start diving into draft and, yeah. and Titans needs. How about that?
4: All right. I mean, I'm I've been starting to grind away watching college guys, so it's that time of year.
1: I love it. Go. I'll be texting you. I'm sure.
4: <laughs> uh, all right. All right.
1: Thanks, Cosell. Appreciate you. Great. Thanks, guys. Well, there you go. That's Greg Cosell of NFL Films at Greg Cosell on Twitter. Always. Good stuff from him and can't wait to dive into
3: draft. Let's see. Something different for dinner. Searching restaurants near me. Right here, ma'am. How can we help? Gee, same old, same old. Wait, we're we're right here, ma'am? Our restaurant's just a few blocks from you. Why is she not seeing us? Back to the usual, I guess. Ma'am, can you not see us?
0: Nope, they can't see you. Because you're buried deep in the list of local restaurants. You are invisible online. Introducing Cumulus Boost. Get a boost, get found. Get on the map. Learn more at cumulusboost.com. Oh, yeah. Round and
2: round, round and round, I get around. Still clam with the underground when we come around. Round
3: and round, round and round, round and
2: round. Stronger than ever. Back to get break. All respect to those who break their necks. Welcome keep back they in the 3XZ on. the on. so, zone. 1045 Zone.
3: I'll go all day with that right there, huh?
2: All the
1: Tupac songs, and that's the one you pick?
3: I have like 15 of them. It's the one that I haven't played in forever. <laughs> I love that.
1: Really? That's my that's one of my least favorite. <laughs> oh,
2: no, Babsy? You got to watch the video with it, too, with the dance. That's where the dance came from. Is on. that what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Yep. Had the herringbones. I remember, I remember, man, herringbones used to be in style. I used to want one so bad in high school. What is that? A herringbone is the thick gold chain. Um, it's oh. flat. Like it's flat across your um, your neck yeah oh man i could never get no <laughs> hair and bone man the hair and bone necklace man shout out to everybody that had the hair and bone necklace
1: you can get it now slay nah, <laughs> bro
3: wear it on saturdays <laughs> yeah
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what
1: i'll get you a pair of Skechers <laughs> to wear with. It. <laughs> oh, that'll, if that'll y'all missed that man. conversation
4: <laughs> i i thought
1: Skechers were cool
2: Shout out to Paul Mason. They are cool. <laughs> Mace, what up?
1: I'm with you, Mace. <laughs>
2: that's our boss,
1: by the way. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> hey, man. That was Greg Cosell. We had a, a good chop up with him. It's going to be interesting, man, diving in with Coach Mack, Gordion, everybody about this draft. Because it can go in so many different directions, Babsy. I think that's going to be the fun in it and the, um, what is the hair pulling, hair pulling out. Hair like, pulling?
3: Yeah, you're like, ah!
0: Why are they yeah. picking him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, no.
2: We're that's the, that's what it would be, though. That has happened before. We'll pull a mohawk out. <laughs> Just up in the front. It's
3: all you can get a handle of. That's all you got. <laughs> that mohawk is rocking. Yeah.
1: Hey, by the way, can I give away these tickets real quick?
3: Let's do it. Give it away. Give it away. Give it
2: away now. There we ought to go. play that when it's time to give something away, huh? I'm on top of that, Rose.
1: (laughs) Yep, Uh, Babs Prize Closet, it's open. You guys like Adam Sandler? What? Yes.
2: Love him. He just had the movie Hustle, one of the greatest basketball movies because he used real basketball players in it. Watch that on Netflix. You'll cry, Babs. Really?
1: Yep. I don't want to cry. There you are. I don't want to be weak and cry. Uh, The 104.5 The Zone ticket window is open thanks to Window Nation and uh, also thanks to Babs Prize Closet presented by Artisan Custom Closets. Caller number five right now. You can win new tickets to see two tickets to see new and two (laughs) tickets to see Adam Sandler this Friday at Bridgestone Arena 615-737-1045. Good. Good luck to you. Our five o'clock hour is next, baby. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, the Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes
0: financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the Lenpenzo.com HR department. I find oh. really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company. So but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just open the attachment. I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited.